Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 16, King Chitraketu Meets the Lord, Text Number 31. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, just going to go into flight mode here. There we go. <clears throat> Tadarshanatvashta samastakilbishaha Svasta malanta karano bhyayan muni Prabhida bhatya pranayasu lochanaha Prabhida bhatya Tadarshanatvasta samasta kilbishaha Svasta malanta karano bhyayan munahi Prabhida braktya pranayasru lochana Parishtra Romana Madadi Purusham Tadarshanatvasta Samastakilbishaha Svastamalanta Karano Bhyayan Munahi Prabhida Bhaktya Pranayasru Lochanaha Prarishtra Romana Maradi Purusham Tadarshanatvasta Samastakilbishaha Tadashanadvashtasamastakilbijaha Tvastamalanta Karanobhyayan Munihi 
Ladies. By the sight of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Dvashta destroyed Samastakil Bishaha, having all sins, Svasta, healthy, Amala, and pure, Anta Karanaha. The core of whose heart, Abhyayat, approached face to face, Muni, the king, who was silent due to full mental satisfaction. Pravrida Bhaktya, with an attitude. Of increased devotional service. Pranaya Ashru Lochanaha with tears in his eyes because of love. Parishtaroma, his hairs standing on end. Due to jubilation, Anamat offered respectful obeisances. Adipurusham unto the expansion of the original personality. As soon as Maharaj Chitraketu saw the Supreme Lord, he was cleansed of all material contamination and situated in his original Krishna consciousness, being completely purified. He became silent and grave, and because of love for the Lord, tears fell from his eyes and his hairs stood on end. With great devotion and love, he offered, he offered his respectful obeisances unto the original personality of Godhead. Purport, the word Tadarshana Dvashta Samastakilbisha is very important in this verse. If one regularly sees the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the temple, one will gradually be disinfected of all material desires simply by visiting the temple and seeing the deity. When one is freed from all the results of sinful activities, one will be purified and with a healthy mind, completely cleansed, 
he will increasingly make progress in Krishna consciousness. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gnanjana Salakaya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tasmaye Sri Guruve Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Stapitam Jena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamahiyam Dadati Svapadantikam Mukam karoti vachalam pangum langayate girim Yad kripa tamaham bande Sri gurum dinatarinam Tat darshana Tat darshana So Prabhupada says here, Tattarshana dvashta samasta kilbisha. So, what's the important point here? What's the topic, do you think? I'll give you a hint. It's in the first two words. What is Prabhupada referring to here? Tat darshana. What is that? What's a darshan? Seeing. Vision of who? Krishna. Tat darshana. So it's having, having darshan. Tat darshana. And, and what were the consequences of Maharaj Chitraketu seeing the Lord. What were the consequences? Purified and he became very grave. Yeah, very grave. <clears throat> you see it actually when people come to the temple and they walk into the well. Very interesting, actually. You, you know, when you walk into the temple, you have to take your shoes off. <laughs> so you can't just come in and tromp around the place. You have to. It changes your consciousness. One's consciousness changes when one comes to the temple, and you see it when people come into the temple and they see the the deity. Then immediately they offer. You know, they put their 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 hands together in a form of uh, pranam, isn't it? Pranam means respectful. Contemplative. Um, actually, you even see it these days. When I was a kid, which seems like a long time ago now, but wasn't that long ago. Uh, you didn't see, when people were thanked or appreciated, glorified, you didn't see them do this. People would shake hands and, you know, nod or whatever. But it's interesting, I've noted, in the last decade or so, you'll see somebody will be praised or appreciated, glorified, and they'll put their hands up. 
like this in a sign of, you know, appreciation and respect, right? So we see here, and we see it when people come into the temple room, and they're, uh, into the temple, and they're before the deity of the Lord, they're having a darshan, they, they, they have a vision of Krishna, and so the consciousness changes. Which is the which is the one of the purposes of having a temple. Right? The purpose of having a temple where Krishna is being worshipped is to change the consciousness of the devotee. And we're assuming that everybody's a devotee. Right? The 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 asuras or the non-devotees won't come to the temple. Well, if they come to the temple, they'll come to create a disturbance. Huh? <clears throat> One way or another. Uh, but the, 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 the impact of coming to the temple is, is powerful. Getting that darshan that vision and even even that experience is is uh, sometimes there's even more than just you know the darshan itself but the atmosphere my favorite story about the impact of the temple is is uh, uh, a gentleman that i knew anglican priest who uh, Came to the temple. We had a um, a uh, interfaith group that met regularly. I think we met once a month, and uh, it was his. He he said to me after he was. We used to have benches. We've got a seat out there now, but there used to be a, a bench all the way along that wall in the on the veranda there. Right? We used to call it the mental platform because <laughs> the devotees would sit out there and usually it was a place for gossip. Right? That's what the courtyard's for, actually. There's a place for conversations about Krishna and Krishna's devotees, right? <laughs> otherwise known as gossip. <laughs> anyway, he was sitting out there and he was putting his shoes uh back on and he said to me he said that's the first vegetarian meal i've ever had <laughs> so and we it was a nice lunch and uh but then he said to me he said he said uh, there's a sense there's a i pick up an atmosphere here <clears throat> there's a i get the same sense of veneration and uh, awe and, and reverence that I get when I go to uh, temples in, in Asia. So he was perceptive enough to experience the change of consciousness. Right? And, and many people 
will say it. I like being in the temple. I get a feeling of, yeah, tranquility. And so that's, that's the experience that Maharaj Chitraketu was having. And it's the same experience. But one has to be in the right mood, in the right frame of mind to have that experience. It can't be challenged or it's, it's challenging in one sense. But it's, 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 the, it's the change of consciousness. Ishvaraham Mahambhogi. Right? You know what that means? Ishvaraham. What does that mean? I agree with it. Ishvara Aham. Where's our Sanskrit pundits? It's pretty easy anyway. Ishvara. I am Ishvara Aham. I am the Lord. Yeah, I'm the controller. Ishvara Aham. Aham Bhogi. I am the enjoyer. Right? This is a, a Krishna. Uh, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna explains what the mood of a devotee is. In other words, the, a mood of somebody who's progressive in their on their spiritual path. Right? And the mood or the qualities, the characteristics of those who are averse. So there are the the suras, the devotees, and the asuras, the, the non-devotee, or the, a person who's not on the path of self-realization. And there's a difference in mood, a difference in consciousness. The mood of the devotee is here, like Maharaj Chitraketu, he's very grave and thoughtful, but at the same time exhibiting, uh, or Prabhupada translates it here, jubilation. What's the words? Pranaya ashru lokchanaha. With tears in his eyes, because of love. Pravridha bhakya pranaya asrulochanaha. So, increased devotion. And so, and, and with that devotion comes humility, equanimity, right? sense. Senses pacified, senses controlled. And, and uh, here it's mentioned also uh, Muni. Muni. And Muni means uh, thoughtful. Uh, thoughtful in this case. And, so, and because of that thoughtfulness, they're very peaceful. Huh? And here's another uh, another word here, 
uh, he's sinless. Swastamala. Healthy. Translation here for swasta is healthy. And amala is pure. So what does Prabhupada say in the purport? Prabhupada says, if you see the deity every day, then gradually you'll be, what's the word that he uses in the purport? Can anybody remember? A test of your hearing. Hearing and remembering. Uh, what? It, mm, oh, uh, no. The word starts with a D. No, English word in the purport. Devotional. That's a good. Nothing wrong with that speculation. <laughs> Disinfected. Disinfected. No. So, <clears throat> you know, the consciousness is changed so that his heart is pure. So Prabhupada says here, when one, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, the word tatdarshana dvashta samasta kilbisha, which means after having the darshan, one becomes freed from reactions of past uh, sins effectively is the is what's been said here here kilbisha dwashta samashta kilbisha means all of the sinful uh, reactions are dwashta destroyed If one regularly sees the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the temple, one will gradually be disinfected of all material desires simply by visiting the temple and seeing the deity. Huh? This is, a, this is a, a, a very interesting feature of the spiritual culture of India. Uh, effectively, <clears throat> you know, it's the habit of the residents of Vrindavan, but not only the residents of Vrindavan, the residents of any city in India, the, the devotees, which is, which is everybody practically, go to the temple, right? once in a day or once, twice in a day or, or at least once in a week, right? At least once in a week. You know, we, 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 you, you would arrive in, or even today probably, you arrive in the Dum Dum Airport, right? I don't think they call it the Dum Dum Airport anymore. It's some other, some nationalist hero's name of the airport. But it used to, Calcutta Airport used to be called Dum Dum Airport. 
which always struck me. <laughs> what do they call the airport dum-dum for? <laughs> anyway, this is India. <laughs> you know, first arriving in India and it's a, everything's a challenge. <clears throat> I remember we, we got into India at... Uh, we got into Calcutta. No, well... My first trip to India, it was crazy. We flew Alitalia. It was probably, you know, it was the cheapest ticket that the devotees could buy. So we flew from Melbourne to Sydney, Sydney to Perth, Perth to Singapore, Singapore to Madras, right? And we got into Madras at about midnight. And... Um, and then the next day at nine o'clock at night, we flew from Madras to Calcutta. Right, so you get that. Sydney, Melbourne, Melbourne, Perth, Perth, Singapore, Singapore, Madras, Madras, Calcutta. It's like, if you, in your right mind, would you choose such a route to get to Calcutta? <clears throat> anyway, we arrived in Madras midnight. And I remember sitting in the bus, uh, drive, we went to Mahabalipuram. Uh, I don't know if, you, if any of you know Mahabalipuram, but it's a beautiful place. It was, it was amazing. And the waves were just incredible. That was nice. That was, that was nice. And it was funny. Korma... Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, when, when we would travel, Korma would always be organising the prashadam. So the devotees had told the owners of the Silver... It was the Silver Sands Resort was the name of the place, Silver Sands Resort. Right? And the devotees had told the, the, uh, the managers that we have to have a Brahmin cook. Right? <laughs> so the... The cook was sitting, after we were all being served, the cook was sitting there and, and he had a Brahmin thread on over his kurta <laughs> to show that he was a Brahmin. <laughs> and then while we were, while we were having, uh, while we were having um, while we were having breakfast, these guys came out and entertained us and, um, you know, banging, playing drums and dressed in these kind of... Uh, they looked like horses. They were dressed up with his horse costume on and doing all that. And then... <laughs> and then um, one fellow came along. They were still banging their drums and playing the Shania and everything, and he started swallowing rocks. <laughs> And then he would <laughs> swallow the rocks. You know, then he would bring them back up again. <laughs> this is this is breakfast entertainment, right? <laughs> I tell you, I had such a shock, such a shock. And and uh, we we're in India for six weeks. And then we and I got obviously got used to it. And 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 I took the the, the biggest shock was driving in a bus to the Silver Sands Resort 
through the streets of Madras and Chennai, now Chennai. And there were all these people sleeping on the footpath. And not just a, you know, an odd one interspersed here and there, but rows of people sleeping on the footpath. And I was just shocked. I was just thinking, this is their bedroom, <laughs> right? And usually, you know, your bedroom is a place where you can relax and, you know, take it easy, right? And yet, and I was just thinking, gosh, that means these people don't have a home. This is their home. Right? Huge shock. But of course, the beauty of India is, and Prabhupada says it, everybody in India is Krishna conscious. Everybody, Prabhupada says this. Even the Muslims. He said, even the Muslims are Krishna conscious. Only takes a little bit of association, a little bit of adarshan, right? And then, and this is the habit. The habit of the people is to engage in activities that are purifying, that are elevating, that their consciousness is uplifted, right? <clears throat> and of course, why we were, why we go, why we were going to India is to have our consciousness changed, and that's that's a mood of a devotee. Instead of maintaining and keeping that consciousness, Ishwaraham Mahambogi, the devotee is is like here we see thoughtful offers respects to everybody, sees everybody equally. Prabhupada mentions in the, in, in the third canto of the Bhagavatam, this is a symptom of a pure devotee, is that they don't discriminate. They see everybody equally and can deal with everybody in, in a mood of equanimity and in an appreciation of their spiritual identity. So, <clears throat> you know, this, this, we can't underestimate or we shouldn't underestimate or not, you know, fail to appreciate the opportunities that we get when we come to the temple and the opportunity to have a darshan every day where we see Krishna, we see the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and our consciousness is automatically purified. And our mood of respect and contemplation and, and jubilation, so many, so many qualities of a devotee are mentioned here and exhibited by Maharaj Chitraketu after he had darshan of uh, Lord Vishnu. Very important, as Prabhupada says. Tadarshana dvashta samashta kilbisha is very important in this verse. Right? One has darshan, one will be purified. When one is freed from all the results of sinful activities, one will be purified and with a healthy mind, this is the symptoms of a devotee, completely cleansed, 
he will increasingly make progress in Krishna consciousness. Uh, so, I, I've mentioned this before, but it, it's, it, it's very interesting. You know, there are those who say, all we have to do is chant Hare Krishna. You know, we don't need temples. Prabhupada said, you can close the temple, go on Hare Nam. <clears throat> Prabhupada said, you close the temple when you go on Hare Nam, but when you come back, you open it up. Right? <laughs> That's what he meant. In, in the days when there weren't very many devotees. Uh, and, that, and Prabhupada said, yes, everybody can go on Hare Nam and close the temple at that time. Right? But when you come back, you open it back up again. <laughs> Of course, you know, we have so many, we have so much worship in the temple, deity worship, cleaning and organize, you know, just have a look at the roster. You'll see there's a list of so many things that need to be done. So, not, you know, gone are the days when we all just pack up everything and go and hurry on. Because certainly the preaching is important. And, and by the Harinam procession, we're also purified. Krishna goes out in the form of his holy name to purify everybody. But he's also in the temple. And the importance of the temple and its impact on the, the devotees can't be underestimated. And it's why Shila, you know, why did Srila Prabhupada bring Radha Balaba here? Why did he bring, install Gornitai in many places, not just in Melbourne? And even at a time when it wasn't easy to maintain the deity worship. You know, these days we have hundreds of devotees who participate in the worship of Radhabalaba, but it wasn't so long ago that it was only half a dozen or a dozen devotees that were maintaining the, the, the worship of the deities. So, so, and why did Prabhupada do that? Because of this, this potency of the, the daily darshan. It's, it's, it is very powerful. And uh, what is it? Samashta kilbisha dvashta. It destroys all of the, the sinful, the, the bad karma, if you like, and it brings out these qualities in, in, in the devotee. What is it? Healthy. You become healthy. By seeing the deity every day. That's interesting. Uh, it's our medicine. <clears throat> of course, what happens when you come and see the deity every day? What happens after? You, huh? Yes, but what else happens? What's, you forget about material things? Yes, but what else? Very important element aspect of seeing the deity. I can't hear you, sorry. 
What did she say? Cleanses. Cleanses, yeah, but more than that, what happens after we see the deities? Yes, but more important. Huh? Yes, that, all of that. We, it's, I haven't mentioned it. So something that I haven't mentioned, that we haven't read, what happens? After you see the deities, what do you do? Starts with a P. Hmm? Pay your obeisances. You've already done that when you come to see the deities. Prashadam. Don't laugh, this is serious. You have some prashadam, right? Prashadam is ultimately an extension of deity worship. It's, it's part of that, uh, the purification, taking prashadam. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, Prabhupada said in Melbourne, let every hungry man of Melbourne come and eat. Right? So who doesn't get hungry? Raise your hands if you don't get hungry. Uh, everybody has prashadam. Yeah. Okay. So deity worship is important. For these reasons and for many reasons... So that then when we're chanting Hare Krishna, because of that purification, then we're able to, then we're able to immerse ourselves in, in the, um, the primary uh, essential elementary uh, practice of bhakti, which is hearing and chanting and especially chanting Hare Krishna. Regular number of rounds every day. It supports that, that process, the chanting of Hare Krishna. The, the, and why we worship, one of the reasons why we worship the deity, because of our conditioning. It destroys the conditioning of many, many lives. And makes it easier then for us to access the Holy Krishna in the form of his name. <clears throat> and why the two go together. Prabhupada gives the example in the Nectar of Devotion of, the, of a railway line. Bhagavat Vidhi, the hearing and chanting. Pancharatrika Vidhi, the worship of the deity. They go together. If you don't have one, if, you don't, if you've only got one railway track... How far does the train go? Not very far. No, it falls over. Yeah. Okay, does anybody have any comments or questions about any of these points? I have a yes. The Baptist Church on the corner. I noticed that too. Well, you know, I was thinking, here's, here was my response to that. I was thinking, one thing you do is you analyse your competition. Right? 
And if they're doing something that's successful, then you do it too. <laughs> right? Yes. And it was so warm and you to meet everybody. And then after that, we had a Bible class. Right. And I have to say, was some of the, was the, the nicest men in my life. Yes, and you know, <clears throat> if you look at the order of service in a, in a Hare Krishna temple, you'll see much of the same function is, is there. It's, it's just very, so there's some singing and, you know, glorification. Um, there'll be prayers offered, you know, a meditation. Uh, there'll be a, a sermon or a class, if you like. And then, um, as you say, you know, uh, a, a sharing of a meal. That's often missing in a church setting. There's the there's the offering of the Eucharist. There's the um, communion. communion uh, uh, which is similar, but also very different. You know, the notion is is that you <laughs> uh, it's, very, it's unique to say the least. Um, you know, you're. Uh, <laughs> I won't go into it. It's too weird. <laughs> if you brought, yeah, well, that's right. And um, um, but but you have to look. You know, sometimes you have to look beyond the externals and look at the, what. You know the meditation. The, what's what's going on in the meditation? Uh, very similar. You know, I still remember uh, one of the prayers of the the supplication, and one of the prayers is, "I am not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table." You know, I just haven't forgotten that since I was. Oh, a baby, I've, I've been hearing that, right? And it's a mood of submission, right? And in fact, you know, that's part of part of the part of the uh, church, the Christian service, tr traditional mass, I suppose, is this mood of supplication. But and and where's a, where's a where's a if if we like, you can see it. We we don't do it. We used to do it, but we don't do it so much now. Um, the recitation of the Sixasticum, right? And and the prayers of the Sixasticum, <clears throat> very similar. The mood is, is very similar. But it's interesting that in the uh, Upadeshamrita. Rupa Goswami recommends or, or, or explains that Tadati uh, Pratigrinati, that Tadati means to give and Pratigrinati means to accept, right? So 
the, the, the mood of a devotee is to give and to receive, right? It's, it's natural uh, to give and, rec- and receive, right? And how do we give and receive? Well, guyam akyati prichati. We speak our mind uh, and we inquire. Or we inquire and, and... And again, that's giving and receiving. And then, bhunkte um, bojayate chaiva. We share prasadam. We feed others and we accept uh, prasadam. We give prasadam, we accept prasadam. Although, you know, most of the devotees think prasadam is for consumption, right? But actually prasadam is not for consumption. Prasadam is for distribution. You know you're making spiritual advancement when you're concerned about giving the maha prasadam, not eating it all for yourself, right? That's advancement. Uh, one of the one of the um, one of the concerns that the devotees shared for Vyasa Puja was the devotees want to eat prasadam earlier. They don't want to have to wait so long for prasadam. Uh, <clears throat> but actually, you know, the mood is you don't honour prasadam until you've worshipped the spiritual master. And that means sitting around and hearing the offerings of the devotees. That's what Vyasa Puja is all about, pretty much. Right? <clears throat> but what happens is the cooks are in the kitchen, they're working away and they've, they've done the offering and everything's ready. And they're thinking, okay, we've done our worship of Prabhupada, let's go. There's just one aspect of it, and the the real aspect of it is not, you know, that you've cooked the feast and now it's time to, you know, boljayate, is it? (laughs) Honour prasadam. It's important, obviously. But, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the, the mood of a devotee is to give, to give, to give. And then, especially around here, nobody dies. Anybody, have you noticed anybody dying of starvation around here? Srabi, so did you get enough for breakfast yesterday? <laughs> or have, how many milk sweets have you already eaten this morning? <laughs> and I've tried it. You know, I've tried it. It's impossible. You can only do it for a couple of days. Try honouring every offering. <laughs> That's the milk sweets, the fruit offering, breakfast, lunch, fruit, seven o'clock, nine o'clock. I've done it. I have done it. Uh, I was a lot younger. <laughs> I, I can't even think about it. 
now. Oh, I think about it and how others can enjoy it. And, and, and you know, that's a, that's a, a Prabhupada said, you, you know, the, the, the Gaudiya tradition is kitchen religion, right? Kitchen religion. So distributing of prasadam is super important. But, again, it's after we have darshan. And, and uh, Atinch Ripa tells this story. Uh, uh, she went to Radha Govinda in Jaipur and the devotees there sponsor the, the offerings and they buy the prasadam, right? But then what do they do? What do they do when they, and they're so enthusiastic about it. What do they do? They buy the, they're given the prasadam, then what do they do with it? They distribute it. They just give it away. <clears throat> it's it's more. It's it's it's. I think even there's a Christian saying: it's better to give than receive. Right? Better to give than receive. So anyway, let's see. We have to. It takes time to make advancement. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Gora Bhakta Brinda ki jai, Maha Prashadam ki jai. <laughs>